This is episode 143 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, welcome back. I'm talking to you about discipleship. Discipleship, such a broad term, right? We're talking about discipleship that you can actually be a part of in your church. A discipleship philosophy and a discipleship approach and a discipleship worldview that's worth actually going after and thinking about. And I gave you two descriptors yesterday. One, a discipleship that is connected to reality. It changes something on the inside of me. It's something that happens to me regularly. It changes something regularly. And I, it's something that I know is happening. Because life change, pastor, life change is the outcome of discipleship. True discipleship always produces life change. And then we talked about a discipleship that is transcendent, something you can't explain or you can't measure, but you also can't deny and you can't give up on. True discipleship is transcendent. Number three, discipleship is rooted in the person of the gospel's Jesus. Now, it sounds like bad grammar, but it's the Jesus of the gospels, right? The gospel's Jesus, not some constructed Jesus of our own imagination or or of the perspective of our own culture, but the Jesus that we find in Matthew and Mark and Luke and John. A discipleship that's rooted in the person of the gospel's Jesus means that Jesus, this one who we're following and we're modeling ourselves after, he's a real person. He's a real person. He's like you and me. He's not. In fact, if you wanted to think that it's an insult to say that he's like you or me, that you, you would be mistaken because Jesus became flesh and dwelt among us. I mean, he became like you and me. He was a real person. Paul takes great pains in his letters to his believers throughout the churches of the New Testament. He talks about how Jesus actually came in the flesh, his physical body. He was a real person. That means that we can identify with him. If we want to become like Jesus, and that's what true discipleship is, it produces a life change in us. That means we're changing to become more like Jesus. We have to believe that he's a real person and that he's like me. He's like me. He's not so different from me. A lot of times you hear people say, well, Jesus, Jesus is God, so we can't compete with that. No, wait, we can, because there is a there is a, a thread of theology that talks about how Jesus laid aside his divine attributes, and he lowered himself to become like us, and he lived and served and ministered through the power of the Holy Spirit. And then he tells us, hey, it's good for you that I go away, because if I go away, the Father will send you another comforter. And you will do greater things, he says in the Upper Room Discourse, greater things than I do, you'll do. So he's a real person. He's like me. He's not, oh, he's God, so I can't, I can't relate at all. No, we can relate to him because he became like us, Philippians chapter 2. He became like us, rooted in the person of the gospel's Jesus and that is consistent with the gospel-storied Jesus. This Jesus that's in all of these stories that we see throughout the New Testament, the Jesus who touches people, the Jesus who weeps with people, the Jesus who cares for and goes out of his way for people, 
A discipleship that's worth being involved in is rooted in a Jesus who's the real Jesus, rooted in the real stories, the earthy, human stories in the New Testament. The human stories of miracles, the human stories of healings, the human stories of casting out the demons. Because, see, I'm, I'm using the term human to, to define Jesus and to describe Jesus, who was and is ultimately human. He shows us what it's like to truly be human without the sin. We were created humans without sin. Jesus comes and shows us what true humanity is. And everything that we're involved in in discipleship has to be consistent with the Jesus who is described in the gospel stories. And rooted in the person of the gospels, Jesus means that this is a Jesus that I'm inspired to emulate. I'm inspired. I, I receive inspiration. Now, not divine inspiration, right? But but motivational inspiration when I look at the person of Jesus, when I begin to see what he did and how he thought and what he accomplished and what he's called us to and how he's left us empowered, both with his presence and with his spirit, with gifts and with a mission and a commission. I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired by this Jesus who calls me to something greater than I am. That's real discipleship. And rooted in the person of the Gospels, Jesus means it's a Jesus I believe I can model my life after. Jesus wasn't, again, so far transcendent, although he was transcendent, right? <laughs> but he's not so far that, oh, I can't, I can't possibly model my life after him. He's out of reach. He's beyond my capability. No, no, not at all. Not at all. He's brought us in. He's brought us in, and he's, he has um, empowered us to do the things that he does. I can, I can model my life after him. So a discipleship that I want to be involved in, fourth, is close enough to touch, but far enough to stretch. When I was in seventh grade, part of our gym class was to jump in the pool. We had a great pool in the junior and senior high school that I attended, and my gym instructor had this really long wooden pole, and she would hold that pole out for me, and as I swam across the water, she would keep it just out of my reach, but just close enough that I could barely touch it. But I always believed if I'd reach there every once in a while, I'd, I'd grab it, and then she'd pull it a little further, a little further. It was always just close enough to touch, but just too far that I had to stretch to reach it. That's what I want. That's the kind of discipleship I want to be a part of. I want it to be both easy and hard. I want it to be easy in that I, I can do this. I can see myself becoming like Jesus. I can see myself in this discipleship program. I can see myself actually attaining to what is being asked of me here. But, oh, it's hard. It's really hard to do. It's easy and it's hard at the same time. I want it to be impossibly possible. Does that make sense? I mean, it's just, it's got to be, again, transcendent, yet very close. Far, far away, the God of heaven, right? Yet so very near that I can embrace him and he can embrace me. 
I want a discipleship that's impossibly possible. I want it supernatural, but in the here and now, right? It's something that, wow, I could never do on my own, but I can do because it's not on my own, because God's helping me. I want a reality I'll always reach for, but no, I'll never fully attain. That's what I want to go for. I don't want something that, oh yeah, just go through these three little books here and just do this and you're discipled. No, no, I want, I want to be a lifelong learner. I'm curious, right? I want, to, I want there to always be something for me, no matter how much spiritual maturity I've attained to, I, I want there to be more out there for me. That's the kind of discipleship we're talking about. And then finally, I want a discipleship that's developed systematically. I need to be able to, to see it first in my head, in my heart. It has to be something that I can conceive of. It's gotta, there's got to be a conceptualization of it that I say, okay, okay, I can see that. I, I can be different. I can become like Jesus. This is who Jesus is. This is what Jesus was like. Okay, I get that. But, but I need a plan. I need a plan and I need structure. It can't be so ethereal and so in my head that, well, well, what do I do next? I need to know what I'm going to do next. I need goals along the way that I can reach, and I need points of celebration. Okay, we've, we've just gone through this part of our discipleship program. Let's celebrate this. This is a huge victory. This is a huge accomplishment. But I also need sustainability. I need to be able to do it continually. Month after month after year after year, I need a discipleship that keeps me growing, but that doesn't wear me out. And finally, I need reproducibility. I've got to be able to do it with others. I don't want to just keep it to myself. I'm growing, but nobody else is. So tomorrow, I just want to review this with you and kind of wrap it all up in a final discussion so that we really can have a concept of a discipleship that we can be a part of in our church, that we can lead, that we can work with others to accomplish. But that's tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.